What's up, y'all? It's Amari here, and welcome or welcome back to the Transparency Vault podcast, where we get real about our walks within our faith, growing, healing, loving, and I'm going to put a new one in here, taking accountability. That's something that I'm definitely working on within myself, and I definitely encourage other people to take accountability as well. Um, But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So, I have been pondering a lot, and I've been, I'm going to be honest with y'all, my walk with God has been a struggle lately. Um, I've come to realize that whenever I'm not in a good mental headspace rather than running to him I run from him and then I often get myself in some sticky situations and then I have to go back to him and say I got myself in this sticky situation I need you to get me out of it and I really wouldn't be in this position if I would have just stayed rooted in in you to begin with um so I'm kind of in that place right now and I never really said that before I realized I always say like oh Let's be transparent. Let's be honest. But I never really tell y'all, like, I'm struggling out here. I am struggling. Um, But I refuse to give up. And I refuse to abandon God. I refuse to believe that he's going to abandon me. I refuse to believe that he cannot take my bad and make it good that he won't exchange my ashes for beauty. I just refuse to believe that I'll always be in this position. And as long as I'm putting in effort and its effort is backing up my faith, there's nothing that I won't defeat. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say that before I get into um, today's episode, which is going to be about revenge. Um, I was listening to a song. It's Revenge by Mariah the Scientist. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I like that song. I do. I do like that song. Um, essentially, the song is talking about her wanting to seek revenge because she had been hurt. You know what I'm saying? And she felt satisfied once she sought revenge. But God was telling me, because I was thinking along to the song. I was like, yeah, like, I'm only human. I want revenge. You know what I'm saying? Because it sounds good, you know what I mean? But God really kind of got on me and was like, I want you to sit here and think. Like, when the last time you tried to get revenge, did it make your situation better or did it make it worse? And I was sitting there like, it made it worse. And then he said, did it positively or negatively affect your character? I began to operate like somebody that I'm not. I'm not mean. I'm not nasty. I'm not a downright evil person. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we as humans, we have these moments where we have these negative emotions and we act poorly. But, like, overall, it's not in my character to act like this. It's not in my character to be like this. And I was slowly but surely shifting into an individual that I was not. And then he asked me, did you gain anything out of it? No. It really just made everything worse. So we sit here and and we seek and we plot for revenge and nine times out of ten, it's not even necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not necessary. You truly don't gain anything from it. I've yet to hear about uh, a story of somebody seeking revenge and it, it did more good than it did harm. And so... That, that's what we're going to discuss. Like, revenge isn't necessary whatsoever. 
So y'all know I like to break things down in parts. So I first want to talk about, you know, revenge doesn't solve the problem. Rather, oftentimes it enhances the problem. We're so convinced that getting our lick back is going to ease everything. It's going to teach people not to play in our faces anymore. You know, it's going to remind people who we are and all this other type of stuff. And I'm guilty of doing this. I'm guilty of saying things like this. I'm guilty of having this mindset. But what we don't think about is the consequences that are the consequences that come with the, making decisions like this. Depending on what you do when you're out here trying to seek revenge, you can lose contact with people that you truly love and truly love you. You know, you can put harm to yourself and to others. It all depends on what you do, but you can harm yourself or others. You can put yourself in a situation that you can't get out of. You can end up getting caught up. And I know how afraid y'all are of getting caught up. Nobody wants their dirty laundry to be aired out. Nobody wants anybody to be like, hey, I caught you. You know what I'm saying? That's like society's biggest fear is getting caught up in something. And then one of the bigger ones, like, it can easily tarnish your character. Like, I don't ever want somebody to not want to be associated with me or to have this preconceived notion of me because I went out of my way to make somebody else miserable. You know how miserable you have to be to make somebody else miserable? Like, to go out of your way and inflict harm or pain or some sort of turmoil because somebody hurt your feelings? Do you know how miserable you have to be to go out and do that to somebody else? That is not okay. And I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm not saying that to be nasty. But hurt people hurt people. Why would you want to hurt somebody else just because you've been hurt? You know what it feels like to be hurt. So why would you sit there and go inflict that hurt onto somebody else? It doesn't make sense. That's not what we're supposed to be out here doing. Misery, misery loves company. And every time we, and I'm going to put myself in here, every time we sit here and try to seek revenge or think about it or get a, like, think about getting our lick bags, we sit here and pers- personify that saying right there, that misery loves company. We're miserable, so we want to make somebody else miserable. It's not okay. It's not cute. It's not a good look. It never has been and it never will be. And if nobody else has told you that, I will tell you that. It's not cute. And so it seems like it's necessary in the moment. And again, this is coming from somebody who really would ponder long and hard about hurting somebody else's feelings just so they could get like a little inkling, a little taste of the pain that I felt. This is coming from somebody who would sit here and, and scheme, okay? I would be like, man, if I just did this or if I said this, or if I acted like this or if I told somebody this. Like, it seems necessary in the moment because we don't want to be hurt and we just want people to understand that they were wrong. We want people to take accountability, but seeking revenge is not a way of getting somebody to take accountability. They're only going to do it if they want to, and they're only going to do it if they see what they did was wrong. And if they don't, you can't force that upon them. That's in God's hands. So, again, it seems like it's necessary in the moment, and it's coming from somebody who I literally have to ask God, like, more than I really should be asking God to get me right because I I have these thoughts. I've had these thoughts. But in reality, it's not as deep as... When you come out of it, you realize that it's not as deep as it was when we were in in it. Um, Because I never want to be like, oh, it wasn't that deep. You feel how you feel. You know, I'm never going to tell somebody not to feel how they feel. Um, But when 
the rose-colored glasses come off and you've taken a step back and you've gotten a little bit uh, removed from the situation, you you might sit there and think like it wouldn't it wouldn't have been worth it. It was never that serious to begin with. It was not serious enough to the point where I needed to act out of character and do something outlandish to seek revenge on somebody, and it just it wasn't that deep. And then on top of that, seeking revenge does not heal you like you think it does. I know for me, I'd be like, well, if I did this, it would make me feel better. No, it no, it didn't. And no, it doesn't. I felt worse. Because I was like, I gained absolutely nothing from this. Nobody changed their mind. The situation didn't get better. So I just sat here and wasted my time, my energy, and everything else good for something that wasn't even worth it. And now I'm here, sitting here looking like boo-boo the fool because I went out of my way to do something that I didn't really need to do just for it to come back and bite me in the behind because now I feel some type of way, and it didn't even affect the other person. Anyways, so now you, you see what I'm, are y'all picking up what I'm putting down here? It's just, it's not necessary. And oftentimes it reinforces the bad parts of us. You know what I'm saying? We're humans. There are some parts of us that are not as good as others. You know what I'm saying? And we deal with big emotions like anger and disdain and lack of self-control. Like when you seek revenge, you are allowing all of those things, those thoughts, feelings, and emotions to take over your flesh. You are allowing them to essentially knock out all of your discipline. You know what I'm saying? And we have to have self-control. Like people are going to make you mad. People are going to piss you off. But you have to be disciplined enough to be like, I'm not going to overly react. You know what I'm saying? Because I might do something or I might say something that that I can't take back. In the previous episode, I talked about not um, allowing people to be able to steal your contentment and your joy, not giving them the power to be able to you know, get get you out of character, get you out of line, throw off your mental, your physical, your emotional, and your spiritual well-being. It's, these are connected. If you're actively out to get someone for something that they said and for something that they've done, we can see that they stole in your joy and they ran with it, but you don't have to be the one to go get it back from them. That's God's job. That has absolutely nothing to do with you. And that leads me to... The third and the final point, revenge is not for you. You don't even have the capability to get revenge or whatever or get a retribution for the pain that somebody else has caused you. You do not have the capability to do certain things in the way that God does. God defends you. Vengeance is his. Romans chapter 12, verses 19 through 21 in the King James Version says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. So, in this verse... We see that the Lord fights for you. You don't have to do anything. He knows what they've done to you. 
The book of Psalms talks about how God knows why we cry. The tears that we cry, they're collected. You know what I'm saying? If he's omniscient and he sees everything, what makes you think that he does not know what is going on with you? He knows that little boy broke your heart. He knows that little girl was talking about you. He knows your mama did X, Y, and Z. He knows your daddy wasn't there. Like, he knows this stuff. But there's nothing in our mere human power that we can do that is going to satisfy us to the point where we're like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Revenge isn't going to do that for you. So, again, if God seeks retribution for wrongdoing on your behalf, what makes you think that you need to? And that's because we're impatient. We're impatient and we think that we have to do everything ourselves because God's timing is not our timing. We don't understand the concept of delayed gratification. It's not going to come immediate in our time. You know what I mean? And so it has us convinced that we can do it all ourselves. But since when is our hand more powerful than his? Never has been and never will be. He literally says that he will repay for all the wrongdoing that's been done. So take your hand off of it. And it's, it's way easier said than done. Trust me, I know. I have to get up every day and tell myself, take your hands off of it. Take your hands off of it. Take your hands off of it. Because there's nothing I can do. Put it in his hands and leave it there. Leave it there and walk away. Like, I don't know if y'all anything like me, but I'll be like, okay, God, I put it in your hands. And then I start trying to walk back and take it back. And I, I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Leave it there. And then watch how he works on your behalf. You have to be okay with putting things in his hand and leaving it there so he can work on your behalf. It's the job of a father to defend his children. It is the job of a father to keep them safe, right? Let him defend you. And I'm not saying the bad things aren't going to happen. That's just a part of life. Bad things are going to happen. But if you think he's about to just leave you out here high and dry, then you've got it mixed up. He is. This is what the word says. He will defend you. He will repay. So just let him defend you. You don't have to do anything. Just sit still and let him fight for you. That is what he does best. I'm a living testament of the Lord will repay. He will. It's just do you believe that he will? So that's all for today's episode um, I feel like I was a little bit more stern this time. Um, but I thank y'all for listening, um, for tuning in, for um, being attentive and, you know, just continuing to love on me and connect with me and support me. I've been getting a lot of um, text and DMs and voice memos, and I am greatly appreciative all I ever really wanted to do was help somebody and feel needed. And so this is the platform that God has given me and he allows me to do that. And I don't take it for granted at all. So thank y'all for tuning in. Remember, you know, catch up on the previous episodes if you haven't, because we be getting into some good stuff. Be on the lookout because in the new year, we're going to have some guests. I feel like that's when we can really get transparent is when we have the guests because now it's going to be 
less of me talking at you, you know what I'm saying? And you really finna hear a conversation, you know what I mean? So that's very exciting. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Eros, available on Amazon. My second book, Ayo Mai, is coming out in March of 2024. And I've got some other really good things cooking up. So uh, if if you're a digital organization girly uh i got something i got something for you um but yeah i hope you all have a a beautiful and safe week and i will catch y'all again in the next couple weeks bye